episode 12 of the Circle Back Podcast, the show where two great friends get together and just talk about video games. Uh, I'm Dan Lamarca. As always, I'm joined by Dan Dufernoy. And then let's kick it off like we always do. What have you been playing? All right. Well, a game that you mentioned uh, last week, I went home that day and I bought it and I really have just spent so much time on it, Celeste. Ah, Celeste. Oh, man. It is so good. Let's hear about Celeste. Absolutely right. Everything, everything, like, you were very eloquent with what you said about it, and it was beautiful. It did not do it justice. It was (laughs) such, I mean, I I played it and I beat it. Wow. And that's how much I played it. I just, I bought it the day of, and I played the, there's about, I believe, seven stages. Mm -hmm. And there's a bonus stage. Spoilers. But there's, there's like seven stages, and I think I like did three stages like the first day, three stages the second day, and then like completed it. And I just like devoured it. That's awesome. Um, everything you said about it, the the platforming, um, very Super Meat Boyish. Mm-hmm. But like I think it's a lot more forgiving mm-hmm. than Super Meat Boyish. Just to yeah. the you die a lot. I mean, some some levels I die like. Do you know your death count at the end? Yeah, you find out your death count. You, I think I hit over like a, like a thousand something. Like it was crazy. Like. Um, yeah, when you, because I've been doing the B-sides as I go. Well, you, yeah. And so I'm through, I'm only through four levels, but I did three B-sides. Okay. So I played seven, but the B-sides I die so much more than the rest. I'm over, over, well over a thousand. Well, already. to be fair, I didn't, so you've been going after all the cherry. I have all the strawberries. strawberries. Yeah. Um, throughout the game, the platform, you can collect these strawberries and like these. It like, basically just makes it, it's, it's like a built-in hard mode, pretty much. Exactly. Like, they and don't you do don't anything. have to. Yeah, that doesn't do anything for you. It's just um, tougher challenge, you know. But I didn't do that, you know, like if there was like a strawberry that I was like, oh, I think I can get this, you know. Then you and then it. if there was one that I was like, oh, well, that's impossible. I really, the story was so good. It follows this girl, Madeline, and, and her struggling with depression and, and stuff like that. So I really went into it, loving it more for the story, mm-hmm. wanting to just get to each conclusion because I just I, I think I gotta start was, doing that I think the story I was so gripping power through those main yeah. levels just to see the story and then I can go back yeah and like I, said, I didn't do it the way that you did so yeah. I mean still like well because you're not a crazy person there's no reason I to be mean, doing that crazy, right away but, no but you know I um even just trying to like get to the end of each level yeah like I was dying like 300 times like yeah. you know 300 oh, the main levels are not easy and by the end of the like the last few levels like the last level Real in tough. particular yeah there's I can't tell you how many times I died, how many, like, bathroom breaks I'd have to take and, you know, water <laughs> breaks and, and stuff like that. Sanity breaks. Um, but uh, it's totally worth it. And, you know, Super Meat Boy was just, I feel like, at times, like, so punishing where, like, you're just like, I can't do this. There's just no way. This, there was always, like, a little bit, well, no, like, I just got to, like, time this right. And I just I've heard it this. described in a, in a pretty good way, the difference between the two, where it's, like, Super Meat Boy is, like, mean. And it, like, says, haha, like, you can't beat it. It's hard. Celeste's like, come on, you can do it. Yeah, keep going. Idea. Like, yeah, it's hard, but here, and all the tooltips and stuff say that. Yeah, it's like keep going. It's like, yeah. don't worry about dying. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, that yeah. number. Like, it's really like trying to just say, hey, there's a lot more to this it's than just so fucking, good. And that story, though, I'm telling you, I was. Yeah, t- you know, last I'm really week, excited. Talking, I should. I, I really by next week, I want to have that main story. It's beautiful. It's yeah. very cathartic. Like it's yeah. like it's such a beautiful. You know, we talk about games that, you know, make you cry. I cried. There you go. <laughs> like seven the times. <laughs> but really beautiful game. Yeah, Thank I, you for I, recommend, recommend. Absolutely. I can't speak. Recommending recommend. that. No problem. I, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I, definitely. Uh, I got to get through it myself. I'll probably play it again. I've been playing too many games. My my focus is split on oh, Yeah, so I want to hear it. Tell games. me, tell me. Um, main one, we both played Shadow of the Colossus for PS4. Um, we've talked 
numerous times on episodes already about Shadow of the Classes, the original, and, you know, how much we love that game. Um, this, this remake is fucking awesome. And I'm not far into it. I think I'm only I've only taken down two Colossi, um, but it's just it's just exactly what you want that game to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't lose its style and the style of gameplay just to make it modern. It just tweaks it in a way that's totally fair and consistent with what that game probably yeah. was trying to do in the first place but they couldn't do back then. You know what I mean? So it runs at 60 frames a second instead of like 15 (laughs) that it used to because it was super framey, the old one. Uh, And it also is just fucking gorgeous. Like the graphics are incredible. The hair on this, like the hair on the monsters is like flowing in the wind. Even then, and the music like is just so, like everything, they just did such a good job. They totally upped the game on on remakes. Um, These are the guys that, I'm pretty sure it was Blue Point. I think games. it was Blue Point. Yeah, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So Blue Point is like famous for doing remakes and remasters and stuff like right. that. They do everything Sony, especially. They made all the Uncharted re- remakes, mm-hmm. like you know, updates and stuff. They did all the old like Jack and Daxter and stuff like that. Like they always are doing that sort of thing, um, and. They knocked it out of the park. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. gonna say like, yeah, this is. And even the, you know, we've talked about this past episodes. We like the original game. Like the controls were just so clunky. They 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 changed that. They kind of made it simpler. Um, you know, it's not as wonky. You know, yeah. Where you're and the ca- and the camera is not as wonky. And that exactly. was a huge thing. Even in Last Guardian, by the time they got to Last Guardian, the camera was a pain yeah. in the ass too. Yeah. It's like now they really seem to have fixed it. I mean, we'll see when we get into some of the tighter fights with the smaller characters if the camera's messing around. Well, I guess even you know. And it wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, I got as far as the third class eye, where he's just like so menacing and huge, and you're mm-hmm. trying to like climb up. And mm-hmm. at the same time, there's still like a little like eh, I can't. But yeah. I, I think that's part of it. And like I don't know for well, me. Well, if I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you ever hear, you know, the creator of these games, Ueda, Fumito Ueda, I think, right? Whenever he has talked about it, and it's hard to parse what's what's an excuse and what's really what his goal was yeah. but he always says like the reason aggro is a pain in the ass to call the reason sometimes the colossi like move and weird like he's like these are things that are not in your control you yeah. know what i mean he's like it, he said the same thing with the last guardian he's like hey trigo's not gonna always do what you want and I'm like, <laughs> this is a video game. This I get it, but no, but there is some merit to that if it is intentional and if it seems intentional. Because yeah. because I want I like that idea. I like the idea of like, hey, this is a, this is a big old beast that is not going to listen to you every time. Like, yeah. or it's an animal. He's distracted. He's like scratching his butt Pick and he's trying to go. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I like the I, the concept of that. Yeah. But it is it is hard to parse what we're talking no, about no, as, no, as real. So that's why like. I would say some of the grit meter stuff and some of that is like, okay, he intends this game to be a certain way. Yeah. And they're not going to change that because that would change the identity of the game. I think that adds, like you said, with the grit meter and stuff like that, like that does add, like, I, the whole, I mean, again, I've talked about this to death probably, but like what is cool about Child of Colossus and like that, the whole aspect of that and like why it's difficult, like it's, it's supposed to be difficult because I think it does, it builds up that, you know, when you destroy the classes, mm-hmm. class I, you're just oh, like, yeah. yeah, oh, yes, I did it. Like, that was yeah. so tough. 
and then you're instantly filled with like that regret. Yeah. And I think yeah, you know, I it, mean it's it's intentional design decision, yeah. no doubt. I mean that's why we talk about this game in such with such high right. praise is because it does these two things right. perfectly. Right, exactly. Um, you're so yes, I'm gonna kill it, and then yeah. you're like. And I think if it was too easy or streamlined, you wouldn't get that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. You know? But. I will say, though, when I first played Shadow of the Classes, it took me about three hours to, like, defeat the first Colossi. Mm -hmm. And everything's been so revamped, and, like, controls have been so. And the reason it took me so long the first time was the controls are just so bad. Yeah. I think I beat the first one in about, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, it was, it was oh, like. <laughs> it's night know. and day. And especially. I mean, also, the first time you ran up to that big thing, you didn't really know what to do right away. So well, that's true. There's Actually, a little bit it of is that. a little bit easier now knowing where the spots are. You know exactly like, where the oh, spots I gotta, are. Yeah. So, either way, I think one of the best games of all time, in my opinion, and now it is remastered beautifully on PS4, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, I know we've talked in the past about remakes and remasters and if we should like them or not. This is the example of one that not everyone is going to break out of PS2 to play right. this amazing game so let's get it in other people's hands especially younger people if you're if you're 15 you were five when it came out yeah or even three when it came out you know so you know i think it's uh definitely uh yeah it's worth i'm happy it's out I've, i'm really enjoying it um but i've also been enjoying dragon ball fighters yeah man i talked a lot about it last week i really like this game yeah first fighting game that stuck with me this long in probably forever uh but it's just so much fun to play and i understand it a lot i'm actually winning online matches like it's weird i'm like this there's something weird going on here uh, but yeah i love it i'm starting to like solidify my team like who i think is like yeah. my three who's your character i got i got krillin i got piccolo i got cell nice that's my three right nice. now we're, we're still you know we'll see what happens as I get a little better, maybe some things change, but Krillin's the homie. He's staying. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really enjoying this game. Um, whether I'm playing with friends or I'm playing online against randoms, I'm having a great time either way. Yeah, good for you, dude. You said you're yeah. winning. That's in, that's impressive. I mean, I've not never, all the time, but I'm getting, I'm getting some, some victories, which Once. is which is good. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's how I've always been. You know what I mean? I'm not good at fighting games, but this game is really... I can I can wrap my head around it. Uh, the one thing I will say is online still not completely fixed. It's getting better. It's definitely getting better. I'm actually being able to be in lobbies with my friends, cool. but um, not ideal still. And I still don't like the layout of it. Whether yeah. it works or not, I think it's a stupid, stupid setup. Um, the last game I've been playing... Aside from Monster Hunter, I don't have much more to say about Monster Hunter. Yeah, I was actually going to ask about that. Cause my... Yeah, I haven't. I, there's been too much. Okay. I haven't gotten into it. Um, I played another hour or so. Okay. I did like one more hunt. Um, not much to say yet. Still feel the same. All right. Because it's so funny. I, I was hanging out with my buddies uh, the other day. And actually, my buddy just picked up um, Monster Hunter. And like he was doing like the, the tutorial screen. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, not the tutorial. Like the character creator thing. Okay. And that was like insane. Like he was on there for like an hour and a half. And I'm like, can we do something else? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, That's a lot. Um, they like love it. Him and my other buddy like love Monster Hunter. Everything they All the old Monster Hunters and stuff? No, they said one. this is the one. They said that this They've is like never the played. Never played is like the best game of all time, and I don't know if that wasn't he just doing the character creator. No, but my my oh, buddy was there too, and he was like, "Dude, this is the best." Hi, John. Hi, Billy. They were like, <laughs> and uh, Billy was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like the best game like I've ever played in my entire life." Like, oh my goodness, and I don't know. I don't know if it's something that's worth me picking up. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm. 
I'm not going to say one way or the other if, if people should or shouldn't pick it up. I think me and you have been friends for a long time. We kind of know what each other's tastes are. Yeah. I think, don't think you would like this game. No. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just have a feeling because it's it just doesn't have the hooks that you usually look for. Yeah. Games, you know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. No, Could be wrong. I, no, I appreciate it. I, I respect you. I, but yeah, my, honestly. I value your opinion. Yeah, but Monster Hunter, I, I'm still not one way or the other on it. I think it's a good game. I think it's super well made in certain ways and super poorly made in other ways. So I'm trying to figure out my real you're, thoughts about it. But on it. Yeah, as of right now, there's just too much other stuff to play that I actually enjoy yeah. and care about right now. So, you know, once I'm once I finish Celeste, once I finish Out of the Classes, Celeste, man. once I, you know, start to slow down on Dragon Ball, then maybe I'll jump in. Yeah. Um, but a game that is going to probably also push back Monster Hunter is a game called Into the Breach. It, it just got a release date of February 27th on PC. Okay? So those of you that don't know, this is the game by the creators of uh, FTL. They're called Subset Games. And so what happened was I saw the release date for this just came out yesterday, I believe, or the day before. I saw it, I was like, oh man, I've been waiting for this game, like I've been following it, like, you know, blah, 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 because I love FTL so much, and so I was like, I think I should just go play some more FTL. Yeah. So I jumped back into FTL, played like three, three hours yesterday, like just obsessively loving this game, like, just like I used to, um, but I'm going to describe FTL for anyone that doesn't know, because it's kind of a small game that not a lot of people, I mean, the people that have played it loved it, mm -hmm. but I don't think a lot of people got around to it. Uh, it's called FTL came out in 2012, um, subset games, like I said, uh, just a small indie studio, but the, th the, the, the game that this is, FTL, is it's a top-down view of a spaceship, right? Okay. So you start with a spaceship, you start with three crew members, okay? Now, inside your spaceship, you're looking at it from the top down, so like the roof is, it's like the Sims house, you don't see the roof or the walls, you know what I mean? So you're just looking in on the ship, and each room of the ship has, I guess not all of them, there's some blank ones, but there are rooms in the ship that have systems in them. So it'll be like, this is the oxygen room, right here, right? This is the engine room. This is your weapons room. This is the pilot's chair. You know, like, it's, it's organized in a certain way, and your crew members you can put in different positions. You always need one in the pilot's room, obviously, to fly the ship. And then you put your crew members, like I usually have one in the engine room and one in the missile room because they provide buffs for those specific systems that they're standing in, right? They're like, you know, helping maneuver right. it or whatever. So the whole idea of the game, and I, I've talked about FTL before briefly when I was talking about Slay the Spire in the past because it is a roguelike similar to Slay the Spire in that you're, you're looking at a screen that's like nodes with like a webbed, webbed out nodes, you know right. what I mean? So you're going along these different nodes and you're like, all right, from this one I can reach this, this, or this, which one do I go to? And every node you get to, there's an event. So sometimes it'll say, you know, there's, there's this automated rebel ship flying in this area, like, you know, looking for scrap. It doesn't see us. Do we continue on and mm -hmm. ignore it, or do we fight it and take whatever it has? You know, and, and so you're seeing, 
Yeah, but it's repercussions, but it's also instant repercussions if you're fighting the ship. You can see its weapon system and the whole health, you know what I mean? Like, you can see all of its stats before you attack it. Sometimes you jump into a node and you're fighting. You know, you don't have a choice. But when, you're, when you have these sort of scenarios where you have the option, you kind of assess, all right, can I take the ship down? Does it pay for me to take the ship down? Yeah, or do yeah, I just yeah. want to keep going? You know, whatever. So you're also managing a bar, like you have a, re a fuel resource, right? You run out of fuel, game You're over. done, yeah. So at different, you know, you, you can gain fuel by destroying ships and collecting, like salvaging their materials. Um, you know, there are some other deeper systems that I'm not going to dive into too much. I just want to give you the basics. You got to get to the end without dying. The object dying. is get to the end without dying and have a strong enough ship built up to take on the flagship. Gotcha. There's a flagship at the end. This is giant. And if you don't, all the way to the beginning. Exactly. Every time you die, back at the beginning. But the, the cool thing about the game is the combat is... So, first of all, the music, the tone, the art, like the way the ships look... They nail entirely. Is that you playing before? When, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I, all of a sudden, I'm I like, saw her a little bit. back I was like, in an FTL hole. But they, they nail everything on yeah. that. I absolutely love it. The, the writing in some of these side quests, like little side things, absolutely incredible. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. fact that it's roguelike procedurally, you know, you get to a node and all of a sudden this thing happens that you never even thought was in this game. You know, it has that cool surprise factor where you're like, wow, like look at this, I have this new race I have this new guy on my ship that's a race I've never even seen before. It's like a mantis. <laughs> it's called a mantis, and they're like fighters. You can send them over that's to... That's awesome. Yeah, so there's all these different permutations you can get with your ship. Like, So the combat itself is almost like turn-based, even though it is real-time, because you have systems... So without getting too into the weeds on it, you basically have your weapons here that you can literally click on your weapon and then click on the, the room that you want to attack mm -hmm. on their ship, right? So, you, you know, the basic ship layout is you start with a missile weapon and a laser weapon. So laser weapon just requires power to be used. It's an inexhaustible resource. You shoot lasers because you're using power, like whatever. Your missiles, you have a certain amount of missiles, and you gain them by destroying other ships or buying them at a shop or yada yada, right? So the, the idea is you have a timer on each of your weapons. It's like this meter that's just filling up. When it fills up, it's almost like Final Fantasy VII. Okay. When it fills up, then it's ready to be used. So what you can do is like queue up attacks. So like, all right, I want the missile to shoot their shield system because missiles ignore shields. And then if it takes down the shields, then the beam weapon will attack right after on their engines or something, you know? So you're taking down the, the enemy ship's health, but you're also managing all that. So at any time you can hit the space bar to pause and like figure out what you want to do. Because stuff that'll happen is your ship will take a hit in the oxygen room, let's say, and it starts to fire. So now you need to grab, you can pause it, you know, click and drag, like highlight your, your workers, your, your crew members, get them into that room. Get the fire out. They automatically, so you don't assign, you don't assign micro tasks. You just send them to a room and they take care of what's in the room. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, they walk into a room with a fire, they're spraying the fire down. Once the fire's out, they're repairing the, the you know, thing that's been damaged. So the whole, the whole thing is like, you're managing your ship mm -hmm. while you're firing on their ship. 
And what's cool about it, so it's, it's a fun like strategic combat system in general, but what's fun about it is that there's a ton of different permutations you can do with your ship. Like you can get, if you save up money and go to a store that has a, it might have a teleporter mm -hmm. that you can install on your ship. And you install the teleporter and then you send one of your units through the teleporter and they're now on the other ship. Okay. And they're attacking one of their systems or they're killing the crew members. Like, you can do crazy stuff. Or you can do totally drone-based. You don't fire weapons or anything. You just have this drone system that, all right, I have a laser drone and a beam drone and they're just circling the ship and just firing on it and I'm just sitting back, relaxing. But there's pros and cons to everything. Right. You know, there's no like one route. It's like, hey, get drones. You're good to go. Like, of course, you'll look on message boards, I'm sure, and it'll say, "Oh, this is the only way to play is with drones." Oh no, this is the only. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing where it's like and you have that everything you have is viable, right? And right. it's really well done. You know, in a sense that everyone thinks their way is the best mm -hmm. because it it does offer that kind of thing. But it's a super fucking hard game. Like it's, it, I, I've still. I've only beaten the flagship once, and I've played this game for a very long time. Um, but I, I've, I'm really happy to go back into it, and I'm happy to talk about it now because I never. What year did it come out? Not too long ago. 2012. Right? 2012. Okay. So, the reason I got into it, I told you, Into the Breach. I've been following for a right, long time. Yeah. Um, that game comes out February 27th, and I've, I'm not going to talk in great length about that, but I will say, check it out. Look at. Look at some gameplay of that game if you're interested at all in like an advanced war style. Like, it is a top-down grid base um, with a lot of cool twists. I think that game looks incredible. I love the style of that game. Like, they, these guys make games that I like. They make the cool, good kind of sci-fi that I really enjoy. So, you know, That's check awesome. out Into the Breach. I'm gonna definitely be playing it end of the month. And I think that pretty much covers what we've been playing. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. FTL, I would say for anyone that hasn't played FTL, it's probably 10, 15 bucks on Steam. Okay. Now, you know, maybe maybe you shot. get it on yeah, sale yeah. or something. But if it's not, if it's not your type of game, don't worry. Yeah, about those it. games never really, you know. Yeah, and that's that's why like it's not a big deal if you don't like it, you don't like it. I just for people that do, I think one of the best. It's definitely one of the one of the better, not only roguelikes but like space sci-fi mm -hmm. type games. I really like the universe they go for. I like the music, stuff like that. So. All right, that's going to do it for what we've been playing. The main topic for today is a pretty fun one. Um, I've been thinking about this sort of stuff for a long time, obviously, but we want to talk about ideas for games that we would want to happen, right? Mr. Creative over here. <laughs> yeah, very creative. But the, the idea behind this one is when Prey first came out, th this is what did it. So Prey 2... If you, I don't know if you remember the old, before we even talk about any of these, I don't know if you remember the old trailer for Prey 2. Have you ever seen it? When, so the original Prey. Right, back in 2006 or whenever. Back, yeah, back, back then was nothing like the Prey that we played last year. Mm -hmm. Prey 2, they announced this Prey 2 in like 2008 or 9, something like that. I forget even, it might have been later. But it was literally like super Blade Runner-y. Like rain and neon, rain and neon, and you're this like bounty hunter. Like it was a huge, really cool looking game. I'll show you the trailer after we're done. But it's like infamously like everyone was like, "Holy shit, this looks so cool!" Then it never got out. Yeah, they never made it. They canceled it. It's done. Whatever. Then when they announced Prey, 
that we played and enjoyed, everyone was like, this is cool, but man, Prey 2 looks yeah. so good, you know what I mean? Like, all the Blade Runner fans out there are, like, upset, but... Uh, I feel like we should be getting paid every time we mention Blade Runner. We get paid a lot. <laughs> but anyway, but, but what I was getting at is the idea that I... The, the idea for this topic is that idea. Mm-hmm. So, like, I say, man, I want an immersive sim in the Blade Runner universe. That'd be dope. Like, how cool would it be to be a Blade Runner <laughs> trying to take out Repl- you know what I mean? Like, it's such a cool idea, and that's basically the topic is, what are cool, like, mashup, dream video game scenarios that you would want? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's what we're kind of getting at here. So, I, like I said, I'll start it out. Imagine the game like Prey, the immersive sim, you know, Dishonored style. That'd be so cool. Blade Runner game. Where you're like running around, you're getting different quests from people. Like it, it'll be like a Bethesda, yeah, like a, like a Fallout, almost sort like of a like, Fallout, yeah. but a little more immersive, simmy, you know, like that sort of game. I, I think that would be so cool. That would be cool. Yeah. How would you do? Would you like first person or would you do? I would do first person. First yeah. person. Yeah. For for this type of game, you can't really. I I. I I think immersive Sims at this point are first-person games. Yeah. You know? Well, you mentioned like, something about like doing like a like even last night you mentioned like a Telltale. That'd be pretty cool too. But like that'd be very cool. You know, yeah. With all the permutations and yeah, there's tons of there's tons of games that I would want to be Telltale games just because Telltale is so good. But they have a good recipe for storytelling. You yeah. know what I mean? If they do it well, they're the best in the business. I saw, I could have sworn, and I could be completely wrong, I got the Blade Runner 2049 DVD, and like, in the beginning credits, it looked like a Blade Runner video game, I don't know if that's, hmm. but if we haven't heard anything about it, I don't know what... Have you heard of Cy- Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever? Oh, is that what it is? I don't know, that's the, guy, that's the guys that made The Witcher making a Cyberpunk game. Oh, is that what it is, maybe? Uh, maybe. I saw it has like the hover cars, and then it has like the, you know, I don't again, think so, because I, I haven't then, seen yeah. that much, uh, I haven't seen that much specific footage yeah. of cyberpunk yet so i don't know if that's what it's from but that game looks real blade running real good but that'd be so cool i, I always i loved in uh, my favorite part about fallout 4 was uh what was his name the, ro- the detective robot uh in fallout in fallout 4 oh yeah oh i don't remember his name. i forget but he I know was, who you're talking about. he's awesome but he was that's yeah. that's that's what would be so cool if you do a blade runner game there was points in fallout 4 where like he'd be he was my companion the entire game yeah. And where he'd be like, it'd be dark, and he'd be all the way in the corner, and like you just turn, and you couldn't, you could just see his silhouette, but you'd see his eyes like light up. Yep. And I was like, that would be so dope. Yep. If that was, um, yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool, you know, in a Blade Runner game. If you're just like walking, right? Like you said, it's like an immersive scene, and you're a Blade Runner, and like you're just trying to spot out, like okay, who's a who's a, who's a replicant and who's not, and then you just see like in the dark, like eyes shining, and then you just gotta go at like. Yeah, it'd yeah. be awesome. And then, of course, you got to have the soul searching. Well, am I doing the right thing? Channel Definitely, yeah. kind of. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but uh, Nick Valentine was that. Detective, That's what he was. Yeah, detective yeah, yeah. Robot yeah. He even talked like Thousand Ford. Yeah. Shane, you love me. Well, he was a little more like old noir-ish, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was a little less Blade Runner, more old school. But yeah, but he had, like, he had, school, had like the face ripped off. Oh, he was awesome. Tell he me you love me. <laughs> But yeah, that I think Blade Runner. That that's Blade Runner immersive sim. It's like well, a just good that world off too. Point like it doesn't even have to be. Um, it doesn't even have to be like you don't even have to be like you know Rick Deckard or you don't even have to be K. No, from the new movie. I wouldn't like, even want it to be just that world. Yeah, it's kind of like I was saying with the new movie. Like it'd be cool, like just to be in that, just that world. Yeah, and just like awesome. you know, yeah, definitely. absolutely. 
Um, I know we had talked about a little bit before uh, a few of these. So next one that I had the idea for was a open world game similar to like GTA, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed almost. Like that style of open world quest giving stuff with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think would be so fucking cool. That would be awesome. Like just, just imagine the possibilities when you're talking about like human beings with cartoon characters, and you're just running through. Like, it's just such a cool visual, and it would be so awesome to just get quests from like these random like characters. You know, even I mean? like just like what was so cool about like Cuphead. Like, I yeah. love like that open world hub. Like, imagine that like three D. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Acme signs all over the place, Bugs Bunny in the corner, you know, Daffy Duck over so there. Cool. <laughs> it's I just would, like, I would fucking who would you play it. as? Would you play as uh, Roger Rabbit or would you play as Bob Hoskins' character? Like, who would, who would you... I would love it if you played as Bob Hoskins' yeah. character and then you just dealt with everything else. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be so all cool. the crap that you have to deal with. That would be so awesome. That would be cool. That would be yeah. really, really, really cool. I like the idea that, um, you know, but we have a bunch of these we could just go through. Um... I said for a long, long time, a Dark Souls game, but in with sci-fi, would be like not Dark Souls, a Dark Souls style game from from software. Okay. Where it's a sci-fi like you have guns, like laser guns. You have like mech suit. Like I just, I for a long time I was just picturing like this incredible like. This style of gameplay with just futuristic, like, real gross, like, grimy, like, sci-fi. Like, Dead Spacey, like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, if it played, like, the Souls game where it's, like, deliberate, like, it would take... You'd have an animation to, like, shoot your gun, you know what I mean? Like, and you get stuck in it and get hit. Like, I just love that idea so much. Um, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but there was a game called The Surge that came out. And... Uh, it was basically a sci-fi Dark Souls. That's cool. So forever, I was like talking about this, and they finally did it, and it wasn't. You know, it's not of the quality of a From Software game, but they absolutely aped that gameplay style. And you know, you collected these parts that you, you know, you sit at. You go into this terminal, and then all the enemies respawn. Like it literally was a Dark Souls style game with sci-fi. But I think if FromSoft made one, I think that'd be that'd pretty, be pretty cool. cool. Um, give me one that you were thinking of, Dan. I was, uh, what I think would be really, really, really cool, because I love the Arkham games, um, like Arkham City, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but, like, instead of Batman, do, like, a V for Vendetta kind of, like, mm-hmm. thing, where you get to play as V, and, like, you know, you're the, the watchman, like, of the town, and, like, you just, like, you're on top of, like, a perch, and you see, like, some, like, fascists, like, messing mm-hmm. with people, and then you come down, and you just, like, mess with them. I think that would be so That would be dope. Cool. And, like, you would, like, play as V. so cool. Like, that would be really, really cool. And then, like, you know, the main hub would be, like, your house. Like your lair, like all the books and everything there, and but then like it doesn't even have to follow. Actually, it could follow the story of the. Of the it could, but of the, it just of the graphic novel. It would be great if it did, but it would also be great if it was just in that. Just like you're yeah. the yeah, you're just a character, and like you just like patrol the city, and like I could picture. You know what? Also made me think of it, like playing like Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. and just like oh, well, that's like the same sort of like you know the totalitarian you know state. Yep. Just like, you know, it being completely, completely like empty, you know, like after like a certain time and like it's just like empty and you're on a perch and you hear like something going on like in the corner and then you just go all badass and just like, you know. I love this mess idea. People. I, I think that'd be really, I think really, that'd be really, 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 really cool. cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm into that. Let's, let's have that. Let's petition Rocksteady to do that. How cool would that be though? 
be awesome. Uh, we don't know what they're making next. Maybe you're right, Dan. Maybe I'm going to be Vendetta. Could you imagine? I'm in. Another one I had an idea for was, this is like an absolute dream scenario of a MOBA like Dota, like exactly like Dota, but it's all different Pokemon instead. Like how fucking cool would that be? (laughs) That is like a perfect matchup where like all these Pokemon have specific abilities. You know what I mean? Like it just, it goes so well together that it would just be so fucking cool if it was just... You know, you freaking get to be Bulbasaur. Yeah. Fucking, like, that idea of... Because you, you always think... A lot of people always say they want a Pokemon, like, WoW-style game. Like, MMO. Mm-hmm. But I just... I don't like those kind of games. So I'm like, yes, that could work really well. Same idea. They have all these different abilities. You can map onto whatever. But I'm like... A MOBA is even better because it's a smaller scale, yeah. and it's it, it would just be so cool to see the different like you know different um, synergies with teams and stuff. It's like you throw on different Pokemon that you would never see together. It's, that would be actually it would be really, really cool. cool. I just I've thought about that one for a long time specifically. Because, Dude, do for it. Yeah, go, go for it. Do for it. Do for it. Is that like your your motto? Because you're do for, do for it. Yeah. <laughs> Just do for it. Do for it. I was watching a tank yesterday. The show with the... They, they build, like, the fish tanks, and David Hasselhoff was on. And everything that he would say, he would go, like, half-tastic. Oh, That's my God. That's half-amazing. And I was just like, oh, God. So if I just did that, I apologize. I think you did. I think you just half did. I didn't mean to be like David Hasselhoff. I apologize. My apologies. That's your hero, I though. can't speak today. He's my hero. <laughs> yeah, I have pictures of him in my room, like, all over the place. I just want to be David Hasselhoff. Oh, man. All right, we'll run through. We have a couple more here. Um, one that I would absolutely love to see that would never, ever happen is Saga, the the comic book series, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Graphic novel. So good. Some of the best, honestly, like, some of the best characters, some of the best, like, crazy sci-fi, like, world-building you will ever see in any media. Like, it is so, so good. Saga is incredible. If you could put Saga in a Mass Effect style game, yeah, man, just like with how absurd it is and all the different weapons and these crazy characters, and like imagine it being like a Mass Effect Two style game where you're like, and like you have to like yeah, each character, yeah, you're going through, you're finding all these different characters, like some of them are dying like before you get to recruit them, you know what I mean? Like, I think that'd be so fucking. And cool. just think of all the worlds too that were in Saga, just all the different planets That's and what stuff. I'm like saying. you go yeah. there and like you check those it's planets. It's totally out. Saga is ripe for a video game in general. Mm-hmm. I just think this is like a really nice fit for the it. The way to do it, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it could, you could do it anyway. Like, I could see, you know, again, we talk about Telltale. It's like a Saga, Saga Telltale, Telltale game yeah, would t- be yeah. pretty cool. Oh, man. Yeah. But anyway, I want to see Saga in in a video or game. Or like a Saga movie. Like, Saga needs to be a little bit more... Uh... I mean, I'm happy with what it is because it's fantastic, but I think, I think you're right. I think it needs to proliferate a little bit. I agree. I think more people need to know about Saga. Check out Saga. Yeah, seriously, do it. It's fucking awesome. Do it if you're into comics. It's, or if you're not into comics. Yeah, even if you're not. If you're into sci-fi. Yeah. It's fucking so great. Awesome. So awesome. Um, oh, you know what? I wanted to tell you. Weird thing. in Because we mentioned The Surge, right? That game, yeah, the sci-fi okay. Souls game. I was watching a show. I think I told you about the show Dark on Netflix, the German, German yeah, language yeah, yeah. sci-fi show. So we're watching it. And first of all, fantastic show. Watched Dark. I'm, t- I'm telling you watch it 
Um, but they're the, these kids are like playing PS4 in the show. And they show the screen, and the surges on the screen of all oh, games. Oh no way! That's like, so what? funny. Is that? <laughs> I, it just like popped in my brain when we we're talking about sci-fi for some reason. But weird. Um, all right, we have a couple more. Um, Dan, I know you you were saying you you've been desperate for a Boba Fett game. Well, so I remember I forget when it came out. I remember it was, it was I had it on the Game GameCube. That yeah, yeah yeah it was Bounty Hunter. He plays Jango Fett, and like that was cool and that was fun. But like I feel like now they can do that so much better. But do that with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Also have like Naughty Dog do it and make it like a Nathan Drake Uncharted, but like with Boba Fett. That'd be really cool. You know, and just we're just think of like the capabilities like now, just be able to just like oh, yeah. have your jetpack and just like get over cliffs and mountains and go to. What I would I would want to do like where you can go to like different worlds though, where like you're not just like in one like area, like be able to like choose where you, oh I want to go to this planet yeah. or, or this planet, you know. Get so it'd be a little ship. less Naughty Dog because Naughty Dog's a little on rails. Yeah. You know? Ah, that's interesting though. I, I like the idea for that. You know, just, Maybe like a uh, Witcher, Witcher. Oh okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, you know, get in your ship, and then, okay, I want to go to Tatooine. All Although right. they are they are doing Cyberpunk, which is very exciting. Yeah, you got it. When we're when we're, we're I check mean, it out. they haven't showed much of it, really at all. But earlier this year, the Witcher developer basically said they tweeted like some some cryptic tweet after not tweeting for like two and a half years or something. So. We have a pretty good idea that it's probably going to be at E3 or something nice. or announcements coming. Cool. So we'll see. Cool, cool, cool. Very interested in that. But yeah, I think I think a, a Boba Fett game from Naughty Dog or from from any sort of story, any any sort of team that does a does a story right is. Well, pretty th- good. what was so cool was playing in. I mean, I know we don't talk about Battlefront, and, you know, but but <laughs> but you know, it was so cool about the first Battlefront. Like my the Battlefront got stale. Was like when you got to play like oh I got to play as Boba Fett like that was cool and like to be able to just like have that you know be able to just have a jetpack and as sh- a game yeah you know and shoot yeah things out of your wrist I mean and- listen we've all had sleepless nights thinking about how, uh, how- Amy Hennig's Star Wars game is never gonna happen and. Uh, that this just really uh, brings it home. That's like the saddest Naughty thing. Dog Boba Fett uh, game is basically what they were gonna make. Um, but yeah, even though we only saw about ten seconds of footage for it that game like ever, it looked like the coolest freaking thing in the entire really cool. world. It's just a, such an easy idea. And it's, make an Uncharted style game in the Star Wars universe. That's genius. But it's, <laughs> it's no, no longer. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. Which makes me cry a little bit. Yeah, it's not cool. But uh, an idea that Shelby had actually. Shelby. Shelby, Mister Behind the Scenes. He had an idea for a Snowpiercer game that's like a beat 'em up. Which I think is fucking genius. If you don't know Snowpiercer, it's it's a really cool sci-fi movie where it literally takes place inside of a train because the world on the outside is unlivable. So they're all, they can only live inside the train, and it has to be moving. So the train is constantly moving. It's like a train that goes around the entire world, and it's moving the entire time. And it basically starts with like these guys in the slums on the back of the train trying to work their way to the front, right? perfect idea for a beat-em-up because you could literally that movie is like a video game yeah. where you're like he's just be, he's just like fighting everybody on his way to get to the front and it's like that is such a cool idea where you can totally set that up with like boss fights and stuff like that even though you're like a 2d sort of a just two, like that's yeah, what I'm talking the, about. The, yeah, 2D, the trains open 2d like you know one of the top down beat him up would yeah. be awesome yeah you know like you punch the door off the train to get through the next <laughs> side like it's that that and that that's another really good universe that's, that should definitely be in a video game. But I think a beat-em-up would be pretty cool. Uh, we were joking around a little bit earlier 
what a One Punch Man game would be. <laughs> and uh, I think a Punch Out game <laughs> as One Punch Man. Yeah, the guy with the big, pretty, the big butt. Yeah. Like, they have a really good cast of characters you can put as bosses in that. But yeah, I, I think that would be absolutely hilarious. Um, a couple more. We're coming up on the end of this. Um, we've talked a lot about Telltale. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much anything that we care about as, it as a fiction tell- yeah, it could be a really good Telltale yeah. game. The problem I have with Telltale is they, if you look at what they've done... There's not that much great stuff they've done. The Walking, <laughs> like, yeah, the the walking, walking Dead was just so, the Walking and, Dead and Wolf Among Us yeah. are like way up there. I also really like Tales from the Borderlands. I'm gonna be honest, the Back to the Future was actually pretty good. No, I, I like the Back to the Future. It's not bad. That was like because that was cool too. Because that was a Back to the Future video game. Yeah. And like it wasn't like it was it was they added a little bit more to the to the lore to the universe. Yeah, I liked it. That's fair. Listen, everyone can like what they like. I, I think that was an interesting idea. I think it got off the rails a little bit as, mm. it, went, as it went on, that, that thing specifically. But I think um, Telltale Watchmen would mm. be a really cool idea because it's flush with a ton of different characters. You can take... Like, basically, a thing that Telltale does well, and I've seen in Batman too, I, I do like Telltale Batman as well. It's, it's okay. Like, I don't love it. But it does a lot of things right, and I think what it does right is it takes it makes its own Batman story. So those guys write their own. Like yes, there's characters from Batman, right. in it, of course, but they play with the universe in, in smart ways. And I think it'd be really cool in the Watchmen to literally like be able to say, hey, we're gonna tweak it in this way. Yeah. Hey, this person's gonna die that we didn't yeah. that didn't die, or this person's gonna live that died. And you know what I mean, like. It, there's a lot of interesting things, and Watchmen is such a such a rich like fiction. You know what I mean? That there's a lot that Telltale can do right with that. I'm sure. That's cool. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. Another one. You know what? I, I was interested in doing. So the guys that make Divinity: Original Sin, they're called Larian. Okay. They make incredible. Divinity Original Sin, and from what I know about Divinity 2, they make really good top-down isometric RPGs, like CRPGs, right? So I was thinking, like, what would they do well? Like, I'm trying to come up with them. Like, I love these guys' games. What am I? What do I want to pair them up with? And I know that they really like fantasy stuff. So their whole universe is based off of Tolkien, pretty much. Uh, every you fantasy know, like, thing is. Every fantasy much. ever. <laughs> so it's like... Lord of the Rings, like actually Lord of the Rings, Larian game could be really fucking dope. Yeah. Because it's a lot of it's a lot of like it's a lot of hero type characters mm-hmm. that are coming together to take out the bad guys yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not a stretch to be like, hey, here's gonna be your party. But what would be cool is you have a you have a wide array of characters you can bring into your party and you know, it doesn't have to be just Fucking, you know, Frodo and Gandalf, and like, it could be some of the side guys, like the, uh, what's the, uh, Brothers? we're not gonna come up with. I'm talking about like the, the leader of the elves that you never see fight really, like Liv Tyler's dad or whatever. Oh, uh, Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Whoever. I don't, know yeah. I don't know this character, but I know him. Yeah. Like you could have him. You yeah. could have. You know what I mean? Like you could have, because that again, we're talking about a fiction that has so, so, many, yeah, much, so much in it. Mm-hmm. You know. 
Or I could even see like a Lord of the Rings, like Larian game where you get to choose your side in the beginning of the game. Oh, that's cool. And then you could either fight as, like you could be Saruman, yeah. you know what I mean? And be like, uh, you know, here are my character. Here are my here's my army, and you get to control these like. That's actually pretty cool. So you, you would follow the, you would follow the stories like you would follow the the way the books. No, not necessarily. I think it would it would follow to an extent, but I think I think the way the reason these Larian games are good not only for their combat is that there's a lot of permutations and side quests and stuff. So it'd yeah. be cool if you could be like, hey, I'm taking the bad side, and depending on what I can do, we can win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's a cool idea, and and. There's definitely a lot you can do with the different areas, you know, like when you're, like you can control the Ents if you're in this area because they pop out and they right. want to help you, you know what I mean? Like that sort of stuff I think would be really cool. Plus, is you know what there's a lot of in those games is big attacks that are elemental and have like different repercussions mm-hmm. kind of things. Like they have like... You know, hey, that thing's an oil slick. If I throw a fire on it, it's going to cause a huge thing. And it's like, I could totally see that as just like tearing down a whole army. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I think that'd be really cool. I remember there was a there was a Dynasty Warrior style game that was Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it was interesting because you're just tearing through all the armies of, you know, orcs and stuff. But I, I don't really dig those games. So, like, I want something on that kind of scale if mm-hmm. possible. But I want, you know, I think, I think Larian would do a really good job. Plus, the writing in all those games are so good. Last one that we came up with, we could, I'm sure if we brainstorm, we could do 100 more of these, but uh, last one that I thought of just before was Shadow of the Colossus, but with Kaiju instead. So, so cool. it's like, imagine you're, like, what I pictured is like, you're not just a regular human being, obviously, but you're a human being sized you know, dude in a mech suit or something or some sort of thing going on so you don't just get crushed immediately and you're literally have to like walk up to like Godzilla size King Kong like these giant monsters that are just tearing through the city and like the the cool thing about it would be like you gotta climb obviously Shadow of the Classic style you gotta climb up these guys and take them out along the way but what would be awesome is like my idea was like you get dropped into a city Right, like you're here, and there's just you see like fighting going on between these giant guys, and they're destroying cities. And so you have to like get over to them, decide who you're gonna take down first, kind of thing, because they're fighting. And then like you're seeing like God of War style or Shadow of the Classic style, like they're literally fighting each other as you're climbing. Like how cool would that be? It's like that is actually really really cool. Yeah. And so you're like trying to climb up, but you're seeing like this other thing shooting fire at your guy, and you're like, oh god. <laughs> I want his back, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would be, that'd be pretty It would be cool. I don't know, when you said I pictured, like, uh, I don't know, I thought, you ever played Godzilla Destroy All Monsters? Yes. I pictured, like, that, but, like, with, like, the Shadow Classic characters. Like, you just play, like... You play, but you play it as Godzilla, I don't know. No, you could play, like, you could just play as anybody. Like, you could play as, like, any of the Shadow Classic characters and just pit them up. <laughs> and, like, oh. that's, that. <laughs> No, my that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm thinking you're a person playing a Shadow of the Classes esque climbing up a, a monster. Kaiju monster. Yes. Gotcha. You know what I mean? That's it's much not better. actually that's, Shadow of the Classes. That's much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. yeah, when I say mashups, I mean like gameplay from this or you know what I mean? Like but yeah, I think I think that'd be pretty cool. Um You like climb up destroyer and then have to like 
just how cool would it be to like be climbing up these things while they're fighting each other? Yeah. Like that's such a it's such a cool idea of like. And then what they get, they get like knocked down, and then you go and down you with them. You gotta make sure you like get <laughs> around on their bellies, so you don't get <laughs> <Yeah>. crushed. Like <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, like you could do a lot of cool stuff with that. But obviously, we don't make video games. We should though. That's what I'm saying. What are we doing? And we don't know how to program or do anything. Dude, why are we going to school for? Uh, <laughs> for what? For all these Medical? other things. Yeah. Why are we doing all this healthcare stuff? We should well, be going into video games. You know what? Then it's not gonna happen. Why not, dude? I can't give up on your dreams. My dream is to be a nurse. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Um, as always, you can catch us Monday, 9 a.m., uh, circlebackgaming.com or on YouTube. Um, yeah. Shelby, thank you for everything. Oh, I always forget to thank Shelby. just the man. Shelby, we love you. You're the best. Not only do you do everything, but you come up with cool ideas like Snowpiercer beat em ups. Yeah, seriously. So we appreciate you. And that's going to do it for us. Guys, Thanks, everyone. Thank What's up, guys? It's Dan from Circle Back. Uh, I'm just here to let you know you can find everything that we do at circlebackgaming.com. If you just want the podcast, we're on iTunes. If you just want the video, we're on YouTube. So catch us either place. Thanks.